Hey folks, this is Dr. Sam and I'd like to welcome you to another iClarity podcast and um, I'm so glad you're with me today. So I'd like to dive right into our Q&A. We've got some, some very interesting questions. So here we go. Let's start with uh, number one, S. Powers writes, uh, I've been diagnosed with pseudo exfoliation glaucoma in both eyes. The pressure is high, and they have prescribed some glaucoma medication in each eye before bed. Actually, Lumigan is the, uh, the med that they prescribe. I will go back in two weeks, possibly, and have laser surgery. Do you have any recommendations? Well, let's first of all define what pseudo-exfoliation syndrome is. Uh, Basically, this is actually a systemic disease uh, that has uh, ocular manifestations characterized by uh, whitish-gray protein that shows up on the lens, the iris, the ciliary epithelium, the cornea, and the trabecular meshwork. So we're going to focus on the trabecular meshwork because with glaucoma, these are the tiny canals inside the eye that help uh, in the the flow of the fluid, which circulates throughout the eyeball and gives the eyes the nutrition that they need. So when there is a a blockage in the trabecular meshwork, and this also transfers over to something called the Schlem's Canal, that this actually reduces the aqueous humor outflow, and this is what causes uh, an increase in the intraocular pressure. And uh, it's really important that you you go to a glaucoma specialist uh, where they can actually do something called gonioscopy, where they are they're actually really looking closely at the circulation of the of the uh, of the flow um, and. It's basically a condition where this, um, you know, is treated through medication and in some cases, um, laser surgery. So I want to bring in a study uh, that was done that I found was really exciting. Uh, th- these were using more uh, natural holistic methods. This was actually published in the European Journal of Ophthalmology, and in this study, uh, they uh, had a controlled group of about 60 eyes, and they divided the, uh, the patients into three different groups. And <clears throat> one group was given um, vitamin E as a supplement, and the daily dose was between 300 and 600 milligrams of vitamin E, respectively. And this was done over a 12-month period. And then the blood, ves- the blood levels of vitamin E uh, were measured. And the results showed that those people who received vitamin E actually uh, had a statistically significant reduction in visual field changes as opposed to people who didn't get visu- uh, vitamin E. And the key in any glaucoma, and especially in this particular type of glaucoma, Uh, A lot of it has to do with protecting the optic nerve. And the optic nerve really needs a lot of good fats. 
And, you know, this could be in the form of omega-3 fish oil, vitamin E, um, and nuts and seeds. Uh, so there there's some preliminary studies that actually say it may be worth take, looking at doing actually the ketogenic diet, which is um, a really high-fat high fi- high diet. Um, this is where, you know, working with a functional medicine doctor, because you need to have your blood levels checked if you're going to do a ketogenic diet. But my point is, is that number one, first and foremost with this person, you want to make sure you're getting enough fats and oils in your diet. Um, and then on top of that, you want to take, um, either through supplementation or through foods that you want to do vitamin A, vitamin C, zinc, lutein, zeaxanthin, something called nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator, and glutathione. And so I would really, um, you know, investigate on getting either on a good eye supplement and or uh, even, um, you know, getting this into your diet in terms of the colorful foods I really want to spotlight uh, the omega-3 fish oil, lutein zeaxanthin, the trace mineral zinc, and, of course, glutathione. I would also consider getting some cranial work, some craniosacral therapy. Uh, This can open up the circulation in the brain and in the eyes, which uh, might have a positive effect in bringing the eye pressure down. I'd even consider working with a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath and doing some kind of detoxification program. Um, Sometimes with these types of glaucoma, there's a situation where there could be heavy metal toxicity and um, other toxicities that if you cleanse and clean out, uh, you know, the body, you have a better chance of developing, you know, a higher uh, absorption on a cellular level so your cellular metabolism is better, and this creates more energy to get rid of toxins that may accumulate. Um, what you have to balance out is if there's a visual field loss and how accelerated is the field loss, you know, if you can kind of stave off the visual field loss for a time being, I would hold off on the laser and maybe start doing some of these alternative and complementary um, therapies that I Uh, propose and recommend, but work very closely with your ophthalmologist and really track, uh, you know, the objective tests that are done in terms of, um, you know, monitoring glaucoma. Okay, next question is from uh, Gina. She writes, hello, Dr. Byrne. I have an elevated pressure of 28 and I'm stressed out. I must lower my eye pressure naturally And the research I find is not satisfactory, and it's always eye drops or laser surgery. There must be a way for the body to make this adjustment. My eye health is normal, no damage, and I want to desperately keep it that way. I would love your help. Okay, Gina. Well, you know, back to some of the things I said with the first person, uh, you know, any um, eye pressure that's high You want to make sure you're monitoring visual fields, optic nerve study, um, retinal health. And if you're not having any visual field loss right now, you can take a look at some of the reasons why the eye pressure is high. Again, you want to look at stress, which you mentioned in your your, um, communication with me. 
so stress reduction is really important. Uh, any eye traumas that you've had to the eye uh, or to the head or the neck, I would address those through some body work, especially craniosacral therapy. I would also consider uh, taking a look at any toxicities that you have in the body. I had somebody recently who was diagnosed with high eye pressure, uh, kind of pre-glaucoma, and we did uh, some biochemistry testing, and we found that he was very high in lead and mercury. So we did some chelation work, and lo and behold, his eye pressures came down. Uh, so it would be worth it for you to find a, mo a functional medicine doctor and have your uh, toxicity level checked. Um, you know, this is a real um, correlation between what's going on in terms of oxidative stress, inflammation, and free radical damage. You know, these are all contributing factors on why, you know, the aqueous flow in the eye is not working properly. Uh, there are actually uh, studies out there that there's a connection between oxidative stress and the possibility of glaucoma. So, you know, your antioxidants are so important, just to repeat, vitamin A, vitamin C, uh, vitamin E, zinc, lutein, zeaxanthin, uh, nitric oxide, glutathione. Uh, you might consider the MSM eye drops because of the, the sulfur-based aspect of it, um, which is the third leading trace mineral in the body, doing eye massage, and some of my eye exercises that improve eye lymph. Uh, but there are definitely lots of ways that you can plug into bringing your eye pressure down because anything that's going on in the eye, there's probably some systemic and metabolic reason why it's happening and vice versa. And the last thing I would say is you really want to take a look at your diet, maybe uh, consider eating an anti-inflammatory diet, a paleo diet, ketogenic diet. This is where you want to work with your functional medicine doctor, get some really good blood work, find out what's going on systemically, and then uh, go from there. Okay, next question. This is uh, from somebody who's got um, age-related macular degeneration, um, calling it non-exudative, which means it's a dry age-related macular degeneration. <clears throat> Epithelial ingrowth was something new, so there's a change in the retinal membrane, uh, apparently not unusual following LASIK surgery, so this person had LASIK in 2000, and the personal plan that they're using is an infrared light four to five times a week, increased consumption of egg yolks and dark leafy greens, uh, and a high quality supplement and my exercises, and to come back in six weeks. Um, anything missing? I'm in Minnesota, and I'd love to be in your office ASAP. Thanks for your encouragement, um, and please help me. Okay, well, let's bring in the ARIDS study, ARIDS-2. Uh, both of those studies point to the fact that if you take things like lutein, zeaxanthin, I would probably add astaxanthin, um, zinc, uh, magnesium, selenium, uh, also vitamin E, vitamin C, and if you're a non-smoker, you can do beta carotene. If you are a smoker, then I would do the vitamin A, uh, uh, animal-based, uh, glutathione, nitric oxide, um, 
these are all really important eye nutrients, whether you can get that through your diet, um, you know, especially lutein and zeaxanthin, uh, because those are the carotenoids that protect your macula. And if you've got uh, macular degeneration, what you have going on is you've got oxi oxidative stress that's uh, creating a, a, a depletion in the ability to absorb your nutrients. So any way you can increase eye circulation, yes, my eye exercises, I would probably do those two or three times a day. Um, I would uh, make sure you're wearing blue blocking lenses so you didn't mention that. Uh, anybody that's got a macular degeneration and it's on digital device, I would uh, strongly recommend getting blue blocking lenses. Of course, you're not gonna be doing um, progressive lenses or bifocals. So if you are using uh, glasses for the computer, single vision. Uh, if you're outside, I would get a really good sun lens, polarized UV protection. Uh, that's really important. But I think the key here is that how can you bring more nutrients and oxygenation and hydration to the macula area? It's a very vulnerable place where um, it relies on its nourishment and nutrients indirectly. Uh, so checking off the list, reducing inflammation, um, uh, stress, trauma, toxicity. These are all things that you want to explore. Uh, but, you know, the macula is, takes up less than 1% of the real estate in the retina. So doing these eye exercises that stimulate more peripheral vision uh, is really critical. Uh, but you can definitely slow down and in some cases even reverse age-related macular degeneration, especially in the early stages of development. Uh, so thank you for your question. Okay, next question. Um, I have a lot of scar tissue on my left eye, which is causing blindness. I've had this since 2001, and I had a detached retina. Would you know if MSM eye drops or any of your other ones has the uh, ability to disintegrate, cut up, kill off, or delete any of the scar tissue? Well, thank you so much for your question. And, <clears throat> you know, getting rid of scar tissue in the eye is difficult uh, because once the scarring is there, it is, um, it is a challenge to get rid of it. I'm going to give you some ideas on some things that you can do to maybe move the needle in the direction of possibly reducing some of the scar tissue. Um, I think that the MSM eye drops are great just as an anti-inflammatory agent, moisturization of the, of the whole eyeball. And adding that with the eye massage, you know, generally where you're doing the eye bath and then massaging the eyelids lightly to really help the MSM penetrate, I would probably do that you know, at least three times a day. Um, I would consider, you know, a lot of eye nutrients. Uh, I love things like astaxanthin, glutathione, bilberry, um, uh, taurine, uh, obviously zinc and selenium and magnesium. These trace minerals are just really important for the retina. You know, the retina has one of the highest metabolic needs of the body. It's highly vascularized. So it's got a, a lot of blood vessels that run in and out of the eye. And I always say there's a difference between sight and vision. Sight is in the eyeball and vision is in the brain and the body. So 
you know, even people that are blind, uh, they can still have vision. Things like echolocation, so using your hearing to help you in terms of orientation, knowing where your body is in space. I mean, I love working with people that are partially sighted or have lost their sight because, you know, working through the body, um, you know, feeling and hearing uh, different um, textures and sounds to uh, ignite your visualization skill can be really helpful. And, you know, there could be a difference between blindness and light perception. Uh, and if you have, you know, vision and sight in the other eye, um, a lot of times you can really enhance and, you know, um, stimulate perceptually your visual system in the brain to make up for the deficit in the eyes. I would consider things like acupuncture, craniosacral therapy, color therapy, you know, any different uh, modality that stimulates your optic nerve, your retina, and um, the connection of the eye-brain possibility. Movement is another thing that stimulates our vision. Uh, So doing, you know, any kind of dance and bilateral movement exercises and activities you know, swimming, um, you know, uh, there's, there's lots of different ways that you can stimulate, uh, even if you're partially sighted. So I would go for focusing on the vision you have, as opposed that the scar tissue and the vision that you've lost. And if you do that in that attitude way, shifting that actually you can make a lot of gains in vision. But the key thing is sight is in the eyeball and vision is in the brain. Okay, somebody asked me another question about getting rid of scar tissue after a retina replacement. You know, some other things that I would try just to kind of dovetail on that question would be, you know, really upping your trace minerals, maybe through bone broth. Consider uh, supplementing with highly uronic acid. Um, I would make sure you're getting a lot of good fats and oils in your diet. Perhaps even doing some gentle detoxification uh, would be in order. Um, Again, there are things that you can do in the, um, you know, in the nutrients to increase the, um, the the nutrient exchange and absorption in the retina. And, you know, my go-to's, are astaxanthin, lutein, zeaxanthin, uh, beta carotene, vitamin C, vitamin E, uh, fish oil. I mean, these are no-brainers that, you know, everybody should be taking these, but especially if you've had scar tissue and any kind of, a, you know, a retinal uh, problem, you want to make sure you're getting a lot of nutrients. Um, and then the other thing is if you have any vision that's left, to make sure you're doing some of my eye exercises that improve the lymph function, the circulation, the peripheral awareness. And, um, you know, these would be some things that you can do to stimulate your eyes and vision. Okay, next question. This is from Carrie, and she's writing about her mother-in-law who's been diagnosed with macular degeneration. And she would like to know if I have any advice for her on macular degeneration. Well, on my website, if you go up in the upper right corner, there's a a little magnifying glass. If you click on that and you type in macular degeneration, 
There's loads of um, resources for you. And there's actually a 90-day eye exercise program for macular degeneration. And, you know, I remember when I was going through my own uh, physical eye therapy program. This is when I was, uh, you know, in my 30s and I actually dissolved my myopia completely. Um, you, my story is amazing because I actually did physical vision therapy, physical eye therapy for a year. So it takes a discipline. It takes every day you're going to say, okay, I'm going to do these three exercises. I like to keep a journal so that I'm I'm keeping track of my thoughts, feelings, emotions, observations, because the journal helps you keep track on a daily basis, your awareness. And it's the discoveries that you're making around your eyes, the habits, the belief systems, the attitudes that you have around your eyes. So when you start doing this 90-day eye exercise program for macular degeneration, you're going to start to learn about your eyes in a very different way. And part of this is establishing a deeper relationship with your eyes. Remember, the macula makes up less than 1% of the real estate of the retina. So what you're enhancing here is the other 99% of the retina. And if you start stimulating your eyes through these exercises, you're definitely going to see changes and improvement. And if you couple that with taking you know, really high-potent uh, nutrients and really focus on getting that lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin um, nutrients, um, you have a good chance, if nothing else, reducing the deterioration. So best of luck to you, Carrie. I think that's great that you're, um, you're asking the question and dive into it for your mother-in-law. Okay, last question. This is a lady who's diagnosed with a macular wrinkle in one eye and a macular hole in the other that causes double vision. Prisms aren't correcting the problem. Is there anything else available? Okay, well, what's going on for you, in, in my opinion, is that you want to address the health of the vitreous, which is the jelly-like part of the eye that sits in front of the retina, and when it begins to shrink, which it does as an aging process, it begins to pull on the retina, especially the macula area. And so, um, you know, you really want to hydrate and oxygenate your vitreous. So the MSM 15% eye drops with the eye massage, critical. Uh, glutathione would be something I would add as a supplement and really boost it in your foods. Hyaluronic acid as a supplement and also in your foods. So you're increasing the collagen. So the vitreous is made up of collagen and connective tissue. Um, and then I would really um, address the macula through lutein, zeaxanthin, um, beta carotene, vitamin C, vitamin E. So making sure you're getting a lot of nutrients. I would consider acupuncture um, and craniosacral therapy, uh, light therapy, color light therapy could be very helpful to you. And some of my eye exercises, there's one in particular that I would recommend. It's called the yin-yang peripheral vision exercise. And this is one where you have to use both eyes together. And in doing that, you're using a part of the retina that isn't the macula. You're using the, um, the peripheral retina. And this is a good way for you to develop your visual system without relying on your maculas um, to do all the work. 
Uh, so this is a good one. I would recommend palming and also long swings, um, eye massage. Make sure you're wearing your blue blocker lenses. That's really important if you're using any digital devices. Um, but these eye exercises with the um, nutrients would be a strategy to at least get you to engage another part of your retina than the macula area. So I hope that's helpful to you. So that's all the time I have today. I want to thank you so much for, uh, again, tuning in. And until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.